if this is your first time here, my name is Kate Holliday and I'm here with Ryan Rivers. On this show we like to dig in and dissect to a wide variety of topics. You can find us on shortwave radio over on WRMI out of Miami. Also, if you guys don't catch us on there, you can download our episodes anytime, anywhere, as long as you have access to iTunes, because we upload to iTunes. So, um, this is episode 79. Wow. If you can believe it. Has it been that long? It has. This July will be a two years huh. we've been doing this. It doesn't feel like that long. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, so the last four weeks or so, I know we missed a week there because of work, um, but over the last four episodes, we've been talking about um, conspiracy theories. Yeah, it was, it was a hot demand. Everybody wanted us to keep digging in and dissecting further. Yeah, it's kind of a widely requested thing. So we're continuing with that theme, um, but we're not saying this is like part five of the series. We're changing it up just because we don't really do series topics for that long. Yeah. Um, so we're going to call this episode The Illuminating Lab. The Illuminating Lab. Yeah. Because someone reached out and asked that we looked into the Illuminati. Yes. That so has conspiracy written all over it. It does. I don't know how much you know about the Illuminati. Do okay. You, do, you, do you know much about it? Yeah. I mean, I'm, uh, you know... I'm a, I'm a well-versed guy. Yeah. So what do you know of the Illuminati? Well, I know that uh, people think it's obviously a conspiracy and that there's something behind it, the, uh, the New World Order, mm-hmm. where they are pulling strings in the background, controlling stuff. Yep. Um, it goes from high government officials to like uh, mega tech companies to CEOs of large corporations all the way into like Hollywood and actors and actresses. Yeah. So they're thought to be... Everywhere. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> they're thought to be everywhere. Sorry. Um, That's weird, right? I talk about the Illuminati and then I sneezed. Is that weird? Are they pulling your strings? Maybe they're pulling my nose hairs. Maybe. Making you sneeze. Yeah. Give you a little tickle in there. Yeah. I've never sneezed in my life, so this is weird that that, that, is that, weird. that, that happened. Um, so, no. Like, even, like, the whole Hollywood thing. So, they say that, like, um, uh, I don't know how educated you are with the whole, <laughs> I, I mean, within a certain topic, the whole yeah. communist um, invading Hollywood back in during the Cold War. Um, I don't know a lot about it. I did read about it while doing my research because what I did is for today's show, I narrowed it down to one specific Illuminati conspiracy theory, not like the broad range. All so right. I did see a little bit about it, how the background ties into this somehow. Yeah. Um, and there's still belief that that's going on today. Yeah, so, exactly. So it's, it's weird that like provide a little background maybe. Well, just know. that famous people um, in the Hollywood se- uh, sector or whatever, you know, the movie, the film industry, that they get roped into somehow. They were recruited. Um, that communist, uh, you know, infiltrated there, and that they're pushing an agenda through the movies that they release. And now, you know, the Illuminati gets involved with that as well. Yeah. Um, conspiracy written all over it again. Right. I mean, you've heard of. Um What's it called when you're listening to something, but there's like an encrypted message behind it? Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like maybe that's kind of the conspiracy about the whole movie and actress, actor thing is like there's <laughs> hidden agendas in the movies that they release because they push out the material they want you to see. Uh, maybe. Which we think it's like box office hits where we're like, yeah, this movie rocks, but we don't really understand what they're trying to like feed us. Apparently. Yeah, but I don't think too, and this is just me, I don't think I've ever seen a movie and then it like influenced me to go do something. Because I know that it's Hollywood. You didn't watch Sully and like, man, I want to be a pilot. No. Interesting. I watched Apollo 13 and then realized I couldn't be an astronaut because I wasn't smart enough. 
so you did realize something that's after true. watching a movie. That's true. Yeah. So maybe. It's the Illuminati, Do you think Tom man. Hanks is involved? Do you think he's part of the Illuminati? No. I think he's a really good actor. Because of the Illuminati? It could be. That's what I'm saying. Like, it all ties in. Talking about conspiracy theories, how would they manage to pick people who are actually really good at acting? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, sh- they just recruit people that push their agenda, but they're ironically good at acting. Makes you want I don't know. I don't either. Um, so, we'll get into the specifics of what conspiracy I chose to go over today. And I have a fun one at the end, which I think is funny, um, if we have time. But, basically, I'm going to give you a little bit of background on the Illuminati. Do you right. know how long it's been around? I would say since, like, the mid-1700s, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So the Illumina- Illuminati was technically founded on May 1st, 1776, by a guy named Adam Weishaupt. Okay. Haupt, something like that. So he had actually created a separate secret society before this. I forget the name, but he ended up changing it because it just sounded weird. Hmm. But what happened was is he joined the Freemasons, essentially. Okay didn't really like their beliefs and they didn't buy into what he believed Uh. so he was like you know what it's kind of like us with our podcast we were part of a you know radio station we wanted to have fun with it they told us we technically shouldn't be doing some of the stuff like laughing at certain things and we were like you know what we're gonna go do our own thing Mm -hmm. where we make the rules that's what this guy adam decided to do so the freemasons didn't really match up with his beliefs so he decided to create this other secret society and really it was just him and like four other people that created this which ultimately led to the founding of the Illuminati. All right. So he ended up recruiting other people who then recruited more people and they bought into this whole agenda. So, um, but like you were saying, it's been believed for centuries. So since the 1700s that the Illuminati has, quote, planted their members mm-hmm. in things in society like the government and other major corporations to gain control and, like you said, essentially pull the strings. So people believe that they've been in control like this whole time since the 1700s. Um, but there's evidence, apparently, or it's said that they're linked to um, books, films, television series, music videos, if anybody even makes those anymore, mm-hmm. video games, um, and, like, comic books, even. Yeah, all right. So they've been apparently putting out their agenda for centuries through all these means of communication, which, I mean, I don't see any blatant things like that, but there are so many things that is, like, an offshoot of the Illuminati. Um so specifically today, I wanted to get into the conspiracy that the Illuminati's role um, back in the day was they played a huge role in why the French Revolution happened. Oh. So you as a history buff might like this one. Well, maybe. Maybe. I was going to say, how many people really know much about the French Revolution? I mean, I guess the French do. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Sure. So, I mean, the French Revolution came about because of their government and the way that they basically ran society. Like, there was a lot of unemployment going on. Prices of food were high. Like, things were just limited. And people didn't really have a voice back then. Mm -hmm. And so they basically revolted. And they were like, you know what? This ain't working for us anymore. There were a lot of riots and all this kind of stuff that led up to the French Revolution. But apparently, people think for some reason the Illuminati had a role to play in it. Okay. So, keep in mind, it was founded in 1776. And not long after, the French Revolution happened. So... Um, there were two things that I'm going to kind of get into as far as like providing some background on it. There were two accounts of the French Revolution that were published in 1797 by two separate authors um, that pretty much placed the responsibility of why the revolution happened on the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. And these became pretty well known and used throughout history. Um, they're still brought up today, one of the guys specifically. Um, so both of the authors of these written, you know, 
things that were published and pushed out to the public, claimed that the Illuminati had complex, quote, global plans to undermine the power and authority of the church, state, and society. Hmm. So they were saying not only did they have these plans, but they actually had the power to do it. So um, they said that the Illuminati infiltrated Masonic lodges and other institutions, making their way deep into the French elite. So specifically over in France, they said the Illuminati started infiltrating these places of high power because, you know, Mason lodges still exist today yeah but they played a huge role back then with like you know the religious parties and things like that and quote secret societies and everything like they were more well known back then and a lot of people i would say almost more i don't i don't really know how mason lodges are run these days but i would say they were more popular and more heavily populated back then like more people were part of it you know what i mean um so when these got pushed out um, a lot of British conservatives bought into the idea, apparently, that the Illuminati might have been involved with the French Revolution. Um, it was pushed out so strongly that um, congregations and like churches and stuff started pushing it on the people that attended their services. Um, but basically, the British were really into the fact that like men ran the household. Um, and they didn't like the fact that the Illuminati at the time, I forget the lady's name, but she was like a woman of high respected power in the Illuminati. And they were like, ugh, like, <laughs> how dare she? Um, so they didn't like that. So they were easily, not corrupted, I would say, but easily formed into believing that the Illuminati had something to do with this because it went against their beliefs is what I gathered. Um, but there was one particular writing um, by a guy named John Robison in 1797. It's called Proofs of a Conspiracy. And this this went on to be printed so many times throughout history. And it like sold a ridiculous amount of copies um, over in Europe that it even made its way over here. And Thomas Jefferson played a part in it. See, because I was going to bring up, like, you keep mentioned 1776, but, like, the American Revolution. Mm-hmm. So, like, what... And I know that this is more focused on the French. Um, right in particular, but it makes you wonder if this is indeed true, mm-hmm. did it play a part in Thomas Jefferson now all of a sudden shows up? Yeah. So did the Illuminati, and I know they blame the Freemasons on a lot of stuff too during this time. So Right. They were all kind of linked together. They were all yeah. like roped into the same little category and basically, um, what do you call it when you... Associated. Yeah, that's a way to say it. Uh, stereotype. Stereotyped. They, they were they were all stereotyped into the same, quote, secret society, which there were other ones. I was looking it up, and I don't have the names in front of me, but there was a bunch at the time, especially over in Europe. Um, the Scottish right. Yeah, and I think it was all because at the time of, like, b- right before the revolution happened, they were saying that people didn't have a voice, so yep. they went to these lodges. Yep. Uh, to express themselves yep. because basically they had freedom of speech behind these closed doors and they would vent to each other. Yeah, absolutely. I could see that. Yeah. So I think a lot of the stuff that maybe outsiders looking in, they were like, oh, they're plotting against us, you know. It could have come across that way, sure. Um, which led to a lot of, when it finally made it over to the United States and the New England area, which we're in right now, um, people got a paranoid and they kind of panicked when this guy, John Robison, his writings, Proofs of a Conspiracy, um, got pushed out during Thomas Jefferson's time because they were seeing how much it affected Europe and their culture and things that it supposedly led to that they started freaking out. Mm-hmm. And they were just waiting for the next thing for it to happen. So maybe it did lead to that because people were freaking out about it and the you know control that the government had and like wasn't providing for them. So basically he got accused 
Thomas Jefferson did of being part of the Illuminati. For some reason, people were like, oh, you know, like, they have control over the government and all this other kind of stuff. Granted, they weren't making music videos and stuff back then. But As far as we know. As far as we know. But they were basically freaking out because they thought maybe he was involved and played a part in it and he was going to do something stupid hmm. to their to their thoughts. You know, like they weren't part of the Illuminati, so they thought that their uh, ways of life were kind of crazy, apparently. Um, but yeah, so this guy, John Robison, wrote his uh, Proofs of a Conspiracy, and it basically stated that the um, Illuminati was in the process of basically infiltrating everything like we're talking about and co-opting them into instruments of its secret and godless plan is what he wrote. Um, the tyranny of the masses under the invisible control of unknown superiors and a new era of darkness overall is what he wrote. That's just a quote from his book. Okay. So it's basically what I gather from that reading through the script and all that kind of stuff is basically saying like, the Illuminati has the power to take over everything and push their agenda on you. Hmm. What do you think? Well, I think, you know, as with any conspiracy, the same things, it's interesting because everything that's being said about the Illuminati right now has also been said about the Freemasons. Mm -hmm. It's also been said about the Knights Templar. Oh, yeah. It was also them. said about the Christians back uh, during the Roman era whenever they were forced to meet in private yeah. because they were persecuted for their actions, which sounds a lot like what was going on during the French Revolution with the Illuminati that you're talking about here. Yeah. People that feel oppressed, they feel that they need to meet behind closed doors. That's where the whole, you know, secret society comes from, which the Masons themselves, they don't call themselves a secret society. They call themselves a society with secrets. Mm. So my take on all this is I think... As with any conspiracy, and I don't mean to rain on anybody's parade if they're super into this and they're like, oh, yeah, let's dig into this deeper. I think it's <laughs> a lot of outsiders looking in whenever you don't have the answers, whenever you don't have an explanation, what do you do? You jump to conclusions. You start inserting your own thoughts and beliefs and your own outcomes to what was really going on. Yeah. Do you think in a way that kind of ties into the whole communist theory? Because No, communist, I don't think, has a lot of conspiracies as so much about that as the fact that it was real. And yeah. um, there was even, like, the Soviet, uh, I forget his name, Gorkachev? No, maybe not. I'd have to look that up again. <laughs> um, Sounds about right. Though. But he even, he even, like, came out and said, you know, that um, communism will prevail. I mean, it was like a whole speech hmm. to the United States at the time. Um, this was, I think, in the early 60s. It was uh, part of my thesis that I wrote. Yeah. And so, like, the the uh, the conspiracies behind that, I mean, there are documented cases of the communist movement in Hollywood. Ronald Reagan spoke out against it mm -hmm. because he saw it firsthand. Um, I think the guy from Gunsmoke, Matt Dillon, I think he even had... Gunsmoke. Yeah, even he spoke out about it as well because it was, like, occurring in front of him. Hmm. Um so no, I don't think uh, I don't think it's on the same level as being you know a a conspiracy on that on that scale. Yeah, but I guess I was thinking more along the lines of like people in power making assumptions behind like for whatever's going on behind the closed doors and then pushing that agenda out because that's what they want you to believe because they were like the Illuminati and the Freemasons and the Knights of the Templars I was called. Mm -hmm. So. I feel like the government thought they were purposely going against them, so maybe they like crafted these stories and pushed well, it out. Oh, sure, yeah. And even to the Freemason meetings that I have attended myself, um, I will say that um, I, those 
majority of the people that were there wanted to get away from their wives a few days a week. Yeah. I'll just say that. Yeah. Like, they just wanted to sit in there and just talk. and. Just, Which I think is uh, much it's more. It's kind of like ham radio. They just want to mumble on about stuff that's going on. And, uh, oh, did I tell you that uh, so-and-so broke his axle next door? I had to help him get the fluid. It's like, dude, I don't care about this. Like, I don't, I don't mean to be really? rude. But you know <laughs> what I mean? So, like, everybody that drives by a, a, a Masonic Lodge and they see the cars in the parking lot and they're thinking, oh, they're going to overthrow the government. Well, nah, because. It's not that exciting, to be honest. No, but I mean, and I know you can't give away the secrets. That they're stay online. Back there. Well, to some extent, but I, I feel like the Masonic lodges that I've driven by, they're always in like very odd buildings, and they don't have any windows. Yeah. Like, and so as an outsider looking in, because I know females, women, they can't be part of a Mason lodge, right? That's like the tradition. Right. They cannot be a member, correct? So there's three. There's three criteria for the Masons. We're getting a little off topic here with right. this being about the Illuminati. However, can, I will say the Freemasons is the gateway to almost every other type of. Um, fraternity, brotherhood, whatever you want to call it. Like right. In order to be part of the Shriners, you have to be a Mason. In order to go down the Scottish Rite, or I think the other one's the York Rite, you have to be a Mason. Oh. Um, I think even like the Skull and Bones Society or whatever it was that has been mentioned, mm-hmm. a lot of them, mm-hmm. you have to be a Mason. The Knights Templar, the only way to get there is to be a Mason. It's like a prereq. Yeah, I mean, it's the only way to get in. Well, maybe we can break that down in the next episode because... I feel like you definitely have insider information, and if you're willing to share stuff, maybe we can put some of the rumors to rest, perhaps? Well, that's the thing. Um, and even though, like, like even what I've seen online, because I've even researched it, people that come clean and they're like, dude, this is like what's going on inside. There's always those people that are like, yeah, right, you're just saying that to try to make us drop well, it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's all so. insiders. Because what I was going to say is all the buildings, they are very discreet, I feel like, and they don't have any windows. So, like, as an outsider looking in... You assume that there's weird stuff going on in there because mm. there's no windows for a reason. You know what I mean? It's like, but why? You know, like, what are you doing in there? And somebody could come out and say you're doing, you're playing bingo just yeah. to get away from your wives, you know, because it's a guy's club. And, of course, somebody looking at that situation and the message that it sends subconsciously, I suppose, would be like, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sure, that's what y'all are doing in there. Yeah, and there's not so. a whole bunch written down about it either. I mean, all of... um. I would say 90% of everything that goes on in there is all by um, word of mouth. So like, Yeah, it's been passed down to right. people. Because don't you have to get... We're, we're still getting off topic. Sorry. If you guys want to hear about that next week, we'll pick Ryan's brain because I do have a question about that um, next week. So send us an email at theweeklylab at gmail.com. Um, but since we got about 10 minutes left, I'm going to get back into this so that we can wrap this up because I want to see if people think, like you said, not unless you studied it, people may not know a lot about the French Revolution. I don't well, know. I don't think you're going to get very many people hitting back about the French Revolution. Why? I, I feel like it's uh, it's not on, on the forefront of, of anybody's minds these days. Well, maybe this will put it there. All right, let's get into it. Just based on the information I'm telling them, All right, yeah, let's, let's do they hear. think they're involved? So there's been um, a couple at this point in history, a couple of things written about it, and apparently they provided pretty good information as to why they think that they were responsible for the French Revolution, and people such, like I said, as Thomas Jefferson got blamed, um, granted those theories and accusations didn't hold up, um, because there was nothing to prove it, it was just, he's in high power, so people assume since he's part of the government in America, and that stuff made its way over here, that they blamed him and thought he was part of the Illuminati. Ah. He denied everything, didn't stand up in court or whatever you want to call it. Nobody really believed it after that point. But um, So there's a couple accounts of high-standing people that were involved in the French Revolution, like military officers and things like that, that led people to believe, like, yeah, 
maybe the Illuminati was part of it. So in 1978, the British um, heard of an account of one of the leaders in the French Revolution um, came out and basically said that he had contact with the Illuminati well, he was in Rome, I believe, or in Paris. So um, I can't even say his name. Mirab- Mirabu? What year was this? 1798? 1798. Okay, yeah. check. Did I say something different? Yeah, you said 1978. Ah, you know. Or I'm at least just, that's what I heard. I'm a little dyslexic. Um, so this guy, he was a French revolutionary leader, supposedly was introduced to the Illuminati. Yeah. Um, and he was part of a Masonic Lodge already, like you said. So he was kind of aware of the little secret society thing back in Paris. But he was over in Berlin, and somehow they got in contact with him. And so he learned about the Illuminati and bought into their whole um, idea of whatever they, their agenda was. And when he got back to Paris, he tried to introduce it Ooh. to the Masonic Lodge. And so they were like, well, maybe since he was a high-standing French revolutionary um, prominent person that played a role in that movement at the time maybe they did have something to do with it because he got inside of people's heads when he came back and after he had like apparently they brought him in and they made him like a respected part of it yeah and he learned a lot while he was over there and got like the quote insider tips and tricks and stuff so mm. he brought it back and tried to push it on everybody um so that's one thing so a high standing person again that was involved in the french revolutionary war um apparently learned about it, became part of it, and pushed it when he came back. So people thought, okay, there's a link there. Um, But then, before that, in 1790, this guy named Count Alessandro Cagliostro, I can't even say these names, he was arrested in Rome and interrogated by officials. Um, So he was a count. So he was another high-rising person. And uh, Basically, to take the blame off of him, he was saying that somehow he got information on the Illuminati and recounted experiences um, that he was told by two chiefs of the Illuminati. He was like, they gave, for some reason, I don't, I didn't get into the whole thing about how he knew these people or how they made contact with him. Mm-hmm. But he claimed that they could number 20,000 different lodges scattered throughout Europe and America and the fact that they were operating in, quote, prestigious positions in Europe. Um, and he said that they told him for some reason the next big thing they were planning was going to be against the government of France. Hmm. So apparently this guy was saying, I met these two chiefs. They told me all their secrets for some reason, and people bought into that. And they were like, well, maybe there is a connection then because this guy who's a count. So once again, I think it all goes back to like people in high positions of power that can easily manipulate people. The Count of Monte Cristo? Something like that. Essentially the same concept. Um but was pushing these things out, and he said they specifically said that they were going to do something against the government of France. Now, why would they disclose that to this guy? I have no idea. Maybe it is true. Maybe they just wanted to freak people out. So, like, yeah, go back and tell people so they freak out. I have no idea. Um, But those are two high-power standing people that gave specific details and accounts and used their experiences being involved with the Illuminati one way or another that people heard about, and they were like, oh, crap. Like, hmm. these people know what they're talking about. They had specific details, numbers, like, all this kind of stuff. Um, and this other guy, the French revolutionary leader guy, was obviously, like, involved in the Illuminati and came back and tried to push it on everybody. Um, so those are two big reasons why people bought into it, apparently. That they thought, you know, like, somebody in power during the French Revolutionary War was part of the Illuminati and wanted other people to be part of it. And then this other guy saying they told me they were going to push their agenda on the government of France. Something big's going to happen. So. Well, there's your, there's your evidence right there. Yeah. And I mean, well, 
that's what that's what the article I was reading really in depth. It was a really long article. Was saying like the whole conspiracy that they were responsible for the French Revolutionary War was written off by historical events. But these are supposedly historical events that are documented. Yeah. So how can you really write it off? You know what I mean? Hmm. Um, and basically to top it off, I found this other piece of evidence in 1919. This lady who was like a modern day modern day 1919 um, conspiracy. Her name was Nesta Webster, published a piece of written work, and um, she claimed that the Illuminati were responsible for the French Revolutionary War, the Soviet Union, and then it was basically at that point, like, sitting and waiting to make its next move, like, for big shifts of government power and things like that, and she was saying they were responsible for all this, Um, but the tip of the spear with that one is, you know who Winston Churchill is, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He apparently got hold of her written work on this and acknowledged it, and he agreed that she showed enough evidence to say that um, secret societies played a major role in the French Revolutionary War. So somebody as prominent as that, pushing it out again, saying, yeah, she provided enough evidence. I think that's legit. I mean, I feel like people would listen to that and be like, oh, crap. Hmm. You know? That is interesting. So, I mean, based on all of that, I know it was a very quick rundown. And like you said, maybe the French Revolutionary War isn't at the forefront of somebody's mind, but I thought there was plenty of evidence to sway one way or another. So, I mean, it's granted a conspiracy theory. Sure. So you can make of it what you will. Did it say when Winston Churchill got a hold of those documents? Uh, I'm sure it did, but I didn't write it down. Okay. I just know that she wrote it in 1919. 1919. Okay. Yeah. And I wonder when he released his statement. I don't know. Interesting. That's a good question. Yes. But, I mean, I just thought it was interesting in general that um, somebody that prominent that, I mean, even if you don't know anything about the guy, you've heard his name. Yeah. Said, yeah, she uh, she gave enough evidence that I support that theory. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say that they pulled all the strings to cause a war, but I could say I could see how they would have contributed to it. Yeah. Feeding stuff, you know what I mean? But were they solely responsible? Makes you wonder. Yeah. So. Indeed. That's that's the one I wanted to get in depth today, I suppose. Um, and there's plenty of others. Like I mentioned, the assassination of JFK. Yeah. Um, I don't know, just a bunch of stuff. I have one. <laughs> the other one that um, I came across was that they're responsible for the logo of Starbucks. Well, you know, they have to pull strings wherever they can. Some Somehow. I mean, they didn't mention food companies in here and the things they were linked to, but, <laughs> huh. um, you know, they uh, supposedly on the dollar bills, the the pyramid and stuff is their yep. symbol. So they push that agenda. Um, I don't know. That's a lot to take in. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to take the time to actually do the research and like look more into it, which I'm certainly more than happy to do other episodes on specific things. I just think talking about Illuminati conspiracies in such a broad term, you'd be here all day. Oh, absolutely. So that's why I wanted to pick something specific. But if you guys have any thoughts on that one specifically, or if there's another different Illuminati conspiracy you all want us to talk about, let us know. Yeah, the weekly lab at gmail.com is how to do that. Mm-hmm. And we will be back next weekend. So uh, tune in over shortwave and on iTunes. <laughs>